What is up, Dunderhead listeners? This is Will Lambley here, motivational speaker, student at the University of Arkansas. If you're not listening to this podcast, you need to start. You need to start sharing it with your friends. Because not only do you get a good take on college sports, but you get to listen to some great dudes. Heath Anderson, Ethan Westerman. It doesn't get any better than that. The editor of this podcast would like to note that he did forget to mention Cade and Honey. It does not. Man, listen and share, please. Thank you. Everybody likes that new inspiring theme music. It was the only music I had on my computer last week, so I think it's going to stick. Ethan, how did you feel about that? It was good. I, I was so confused at the beginning. Yeah, but that's what we do, man. That's what we do here on the Bad Take Podcast. I want to start with a little history, a little history lesson for you guys. Grog. Grog is his name. Kent State had a mascot, a caveman-like creature named Grog from 1968 to 1974. Bring back Grog. Dude is a freak. Yeah, dude. Dude's an absolute freak. Was everybody? Did everybody have a chance to watch Week Zero football action? Kate's hand is raised. Honey's hand is raised. Ethan's hand is raised higher than all of us. Um, <laughs> what do we, Kate, we'll start with you. What, what do we think about Week Zero? New Mexico State made me more sad than I have ever been in Week Zero. But other than that, it was great. Everything else was very entertaining. Uh, I thought Hawaii got kind of robbed on the uh, the call. I don't even know what the technical term is, but I guess passing the ball beyond the line of scrimmage. I didn't oh, think no, the, the I didn't the think the quarterback had part of his body. I just the review didn't seem indisputable to me, but that's okay. Other than that, everything was great. Hey man, football's back. How about you have a glass half full? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sad about New Mexico State losing. Be happy that UMass, of all teams, went to New Mexico and won that game. UMass is back? Were they ever here? I mean, they're back to their win total from last year, which was one game. So they're ahead of schedule. Good for them. Can I give you my two favorite things from Week Zero? First off, there was a play in the San Diego State game. It was San Diego State in Ohio, is that right? Yeah, San Diego State, Ohio. Uh, where the quarterback tried to throw the ball away, and he pegged the ref in the face with it. I don't know if y'all seen that clip. Oh, I he, saw it. It was good. He, he knocked the snot out of that ref. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't throw the flag just out of anger. And then out of that same game, New Mexico State, UMass, there was maybe the biggest face mask I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> New Mexico State grabbed the face mask of the UMass quarterback, and it literally went – it turned the helmet all the way around his head to where yeah. was the back of the helmet he was Couldn't looking see at. It. And the quarterback still tried to just throw it away, but not out of bounds. He just threw it. Yeah, no, it was uh, there was a lot of sick stuff happening. That UMass New Mexico State game had a drone delay. I don't know if you guys saw that, but somebody was flying a drone in the stadium. The referee got on the on the intercom and said, "We cannot continue the game until the drone leaves the stadium." That's a first. I've never seen that before. Uh, Navy Notre Dame, not a good game, but it was the first game to start off college football. The funniest thing from that game to me was 
at the beginning, the announcer was like, what better place to start the college football season than Dublin, Ireland? I can think of 50 free states that would be a better place to start the college football season than Dublin, Ireland. Hell, the Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, pick a territory. Pick a territory, Guam, you know? (laughs) The West. Can I, have, I have a takeaway from that game. The leprechaun for Notre Dame is an absolute freak. <laughs> yeah, Ethan made a great point. He's like, out of all the mascots, you would not want to be the Notre Dame mascot because it's just you. It's just your face. <laughs> you're not even wearing a big old – you're not grog. You're not wearing a giant <laughs> fur mask. You're. It's just you as a leprechaun. It's kind of demeaning, actually. <laughs> and you have, a freak. The dudes over there are like – you just are – you're you and you're weird. It's not like you get it out from being weird like all the other mascots. Yeah, you have to be weird and reveal your face. And you get out like a fighting Irishman. Like, do you even want to take a picture with that mascot if you're a fan? It's just – I don't know. It's like, oh, look, I took a picture with the leprechaun five years ago too, and then you put them side to side. like, wait. It's not the same person. This is just a different person. <laughs> USC, San Jose State, there were a billion points scored in that game. Uh, I have never once watched a game on the Pac-12 network. I don't even know how to watch the Pac-12 network. So that's the one perk about the Pac-12 dissolving pretty much is that I don't even have to worry about this anymore. But did you see, I saw a highlight from that game, Caleb Williams bobbled a snap, grabbed the ball, threw it off his back legs like 40 yards for a dime for a touchdown. Did you guys see that? I did see the highlight, and somebody uh, the comment was just how Lincoln Riley drew it up. Yeah, uh, but seriously, have you guys ever watched a game on the Pac-12 network? Have you ever even stumbled upon the Pac-12 network? No, I have not. I attempted to get a free trial to watch it, uh-huh. and I failed. So <laughs> I think I think this is uh, this is why the Pac-12 will no longer exist. You're, you're exactly right. I found, Just mismanagement across the board. I found one of those YouTube links that showed it for a little bit before it got blocked. And the part of the game that I got to see, San Jose State had just made it like a two-touchdown game in the third quarter. Great touchdown catch. And literally on the kickoff, they give like a 100-yard kickoff return to number mm. one for USC. I don't know his name. But he had several big – I'd like to look at those. I, I'm going to pull this up while we're – Yeah. How many return yards that dude had, number one? Yeah, you, you pull that guy up because I think he's going to be a, oh a star this year. But while, while, you're, while you're looking that up, I'm going to talk about the sickest game of all, Vandy versus Hawaii. First off, rain delay in Nashville. Not only that, the end zone is a construction site, so their jumbotron is suspended by two cranes. I've never seen that before. I don't even know if that's up to code. And uh, it was actually, it ended up actually being a pretty good game. Uh, they held close to the end. It was just, it was a fun weekend of college football. There are obviously a few other games. Ethan, do you have that guy pulled up? Yeah, yeah. His name's uh, Zachariah Branch. He had, I'm doing some math in my head, 96 plus 66. If you do kickoff and punt, that's 152? 152, I think. 162. Thank you, honey. 162 like return yards in a game and a touchdown. Honey, you're officially our stats and info girl. Yes. Hey, I'm here for it. Um I can do the quick math. Yeah, he's really good. Um since you're talking about Vandy Hawaii, though, I kind of want to ask you a question about oh, that. Oh, go game. right ahead. Who was the sideline reporter for that game? Uh Alyssa Lang. 
I know that's your your favorite, right? Uh, yeah, I like Alyssa Wang. I don't know why you have to make this creepy. <laughs> I was just gonna, I was going to ask if you saw her pregame. <laughs> yeah, I mean she was in the rain she, uh, rain jacket. She, she, Am I missing she something? Her face, covering her face like all the way down to her nose almost. I oh, I, I didn't I didn't notice. I didn't uh, notice. Um, well, speaking of that game, I saw that Hawaii for their locker room they were in a tent. What? Yeah, like. <laughs> I missed that. I guess you would call it Vander not built because yeah. they literally have nothing. Like <laughs> that was a good one. I didn't know they were in a tent. Yeah, if you look <laughs> at the sickos committee Twitter. That's where I saw it. I mean, that's that's the sickest thing I've ever heard from a college from Morgan. <laughs> that is great. That is great. But yeah, it was a it was a great week of great weekend of college football it's good to be back the only thing that really bummed me out and i did not remember that this was a new rule and when i first noticed it it almost broke me they do not stop the clock after first downs to reset the chains am i the only one that is upset about this i like the rule (laughs) why do you how what i don't want this game to turn into the nfl i'm going to tell you something that's going to be beautiful okay it's going to be Late October, Mountain West. You're gonna be playing Air Force. You're gonna need. You're gonna be down two touchdowns. You're gonna score. Air Force is gonna get the ball back. Who's you? They're, Who's they're, they're Who gonna. I don't know. You tossed it. You're playing Air Force, and <laughs> Air Force is gonna take ten minutes to go down the field and kick a field goal. You're never gonna get the ball back, and it's gonna be beautiful. Uh, it's a strategy. Yeah, okay. You you triple option the triple option teams, yeah, the the games are gonna last an hour and forty five minutes now. I don't like that. I, I don't like less football. I like less commercials. I would like a shorter halftime, maybe, but I like the idea of, you know, stopping the clock. I I, I want to be sitting on my couch watching a game for three and a half hours plus. I've always enjoyed watching the stick guy, the down marker guy just kind of book it down the field to get set. <laughs> That's another joy of college football, watching that big old man make his way down the field. I mean, couldn't you end up getting more football out of the time clock being ran? No. Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, now I'm trying to think in my head here. I mean, you're going to get less plays regardless because there's going to be less time of you able yes. to have a football thrown or pass or ran, whatever I'm trying to say. Um, but that's a good point, honey. Honestly, like it's probably too early to tell if it's – if it's a bad thing or not, but I just, uh, I just ask again around week five, week five, I'll bring this question back around. Um, but we're about Army to get into Navy week one. It's going to go by so fast this year. Yeah. Army Navy is going to last an, an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> we'll, we'll live stream that game or something. <laughs> and then you'll be able to leave and go watch another game there pretty soon. Um, but yeah, we we're about to go into week one, and then that means every team is is back, and they're going to be playing. I'm very very excited to watch all these games. But first, Cade, since when have you worn glasses? Yeah, Cade is wearing uh, Harry yeah. Potter glasses right now. He actually, so actually I'm not gonna lie, it's a good look for him. They're actually a blue light glasses. I yeah. I can see very well, but I feel like when I look at screens all day, my eyes get tired. So it's, it's just for that. 
that's a good point. We don't want you to, we don't want your eyesight to get bad. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you're protecting your eyeballs, man. That's important. I mean, that's a lot of group of five football. You got to watch with those eyes. Yes. He is our, he is our group five man. Give us a real quick, any, any group five stuff that you're excited about? Well, Jacksonville state played their first ever FBS game, which was also a conference game versus UTEP and they won. So right. good job to the Gamecocks. Historic moment. So that was big. FIU, La Tech, very competitive game. FIU was up like 17 to 13 in the third quarter and only had six passing yards. So bravo. <laughs> then. Uh, and then La Tech ended up – they came back and won that game. Uh, Hank Bachmeyer is the quarterback there now, which he was very good at Boise State, but now he's at La Tech. Yeah, I mean, most of the games were group of five games, but which is cool. I mean, UMass – I can't believe that they did to New Mexico State because they won by a lot. Yeah, what was it, 34-24? Um, they were about a touchdown. It might have been like 40. I think they might have got to 40. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Um, I think their quarterback originally was at like A&M, uh, UMass's. And really? Like, I think he went somewhere in between there and UMass. Like, I think he went to like A&M to Georgia Tech to UMass, something like that. Uh, so yeah, that was, was pretty crazy. I follow the, uh, Mexico state barstool account uh-huh. and that guy was devastated. <laughs> he yeah. was like, I waited all off season for this. Yeah. Tough stuff. Thank you for that group five update. You are, you are phenomenal with that kind of information. Let's get right into, uh, talking about these games and Thursday night kicks us off with Florida versus Utah. This game is at Utah. Last year, this was a good Utah team that went on the road and lost to Florida. Cade, we're going to start with you. How do you think this game's going to go this week? So I had to check. Supposedly, Cam Rising is starting. He it's is just, starting. That makes like the all the difference. So I'm going to assume a healthy Cam Rising. I don't know. He might still be banged up, but I'm just going to say if he's healthy, I'm going to I'm going to go with Utah. Good call, honey. Who do you like in this game? I also have Utah for this game with it being a home game. Um, yeah, and just the dominance of last year. So Utah Utes. I, I like I like what Honey said. Um, the home game for the Utes out there. And Florida's not going to be very good this year, guys. That's just my confident take. I don't think that defense is going to be able to stop many people. I also have Utah. I, I, Florida's not going to be uh, anywhere near the top of the SEC. And Utah's coming off a of- Pac-12 championship win over USC last year. Cam Rising, especially if he's in, that does make all the difference in the world. So thank you for that information, Cade. Regardless, I do think that Utah is the better team. So I'm going to go with Utah on that one. So that's the that's the Thursday night game uh, heading into this week. After that, we got Louisville versus Georgia Tech. I'm not going to lie, guys. I saw a few on here that uh, we were just picking – we were just – we found some close games. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody's going to be scrambling for Louisville, Georgia Tech, but that is a Friday night game. Cade, who do you like in that one? I'm going Louisville. One of the main reasons being, according to the on three transfer portal rankings, That's right. they have the best transfer, transfer portal class in the nation. So I think it's a lot of talent. Obviously, those programs haven't been great in recent years. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just going to go with Louisville. I went with Louisville as well. They're playing this game in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, so that'll be interesting. 
I'm going to go with Georgia Tech, guys. I don't know who to pick in this game, and I like Georgia Tech's uniforms and kind of their vibe. It's a weird vibe, but I'm here for it. Oh, he's, he's shaking things up this year, this guy. Um, Georgia Tech. He's got he's got Georgia Tech. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Louisville as well. They actually weren't terrible last year, um, and I think they're gonna be able to ride that a little bit of that momentum into this year at least to beat Georgia Tech. Next up, this one's actually this one's gonna be interesting. Is Washington on upset alert against Boise State? I don't think so. I I'm gonna go Washington. I like Michael Penix Jr. a lot. Uh, I think that I think Washington's gonna be pretty good. I feel like Boise State is not what it used to be. They're kind of just – I mean, they're still really good, but they're not the dominant program that they used to be. I'm also going with Washington. Uh, for the same reason, kind of as Utah, they just had a dominant year last year um, in their conference. And so – and, I mean, that last game with Texas uh, winning that. So I'm still going with Washington to have some sort of uh, decent – or a really a good season uh, this year. Oh, Ethan? This one's going to be close, really close. But that quarterback for Washington, Michael Penix, he's going to he's gonna come up big for them on a game-winning drive at the end. And the Washington Huskies are going to enter the next week ranked in – I don't know what they're ranked right now. Like 14? They're going to enter the next week almost in the top 10. Okay, all right. Since they already are almost in the top ten. Great analysis, buddy. Washington? Um, yeah, Washington. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I thought about this one for a second. But yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Washington too. Michael Phoenix Jr. is uh, gonna have a Heisman campaign like every other quarterback in the Pac twelve. But yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Washington as well. Uh next up, this is a fun one. This is the game of the week. This is college game day. This is North Carolina versus South Carolina. Kate, who do we like in this one? I'm going to go North Carolina. Drake May and the boys get it done. Ooh. I went, I'm going to go with South Carolina. This one was a tough one for me to decide on, but uh, looking at the trend of them playing each other, um, South Carolina, I think, has come out on top the most, so I'm just going to ride with South Carolina on this one. College game days at this one, so it's kind of the biggest game of – not the week because I think Florida State LSU play the next day, but good that call, day, good call. Um, I'm going North Carolina as well. This one, it, I, I could go either way, but I just have noticed South Carolina has a tendency to not start off the year great. They under Beamer, they usually figure it out by the end, including I believe a, a Mayo Bowl win over North Carolina a couple years ago. But um, I think that North Carolina finds a way. I'm going to go South Carolina here. Don't count out the rat, people. Spencer Rattler is a really good quarterback. He seems, just ta- hearing from his coach, hearing from him in this offseason, seems as confident and poised as he's been as a college player, especially during his time at South Carolina. North Carolina has Drake May, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Uh, they showed last year they really cannot, they really cannot defend anybody. South Carolina is going to be able to score enough and have enough defense to to win this game. Do not count the rat people. That's all I got to say. Spencer Rattler. And then you're right, Ethan. This is this is the game of the week coming up here. LSU versus Florida State. 
This is a top 10 matchup. This game, if you guys remember last year, was pretty wild. Both teams looked terrible. LSU lost on a missed extra point at the very last second. And so it was a fun game last year. These teams are greatly improved than they were at the beginning of the season last year. Cade, who do we like in this one? I'm going Florida State. I think they're much improved. I think LSU is going to have a sophomore slump after a really impressive first year under uh, Coach Kelly. And uh, I kind of think that Jaden Daniels, like while he's good, I don't think he's as good as everybody is saying. Another tough game. Um, I went with, I'm going to go with LSU. I don't think they're going to have a sophomore slump. Brian Kelly doesn't have sophomore slumps, Cade. Come on. <laughs> Ethan, who'd you pick in this one? I'm going to go with LSU as well. Here's the thing for me. I I just think they have too much talent on the defensive side of the ball for Florida State to, to get a win over in week one. I, I feel like week one, you're still figuring things out on offense usually. But if you have a good defense, like the LSU just has studs all on that side of the ball. It is in Orlando, I believe. So kind of a – Probably a home, more of a home game for Florida State, but I'll go with your defending SEC West champions. Oh, this one's a toughie for me. I have LSU winning the SEC West, and I have Florida State winning the ACC. I think they're the best team in the ACC. However, I just think whenever these kind of games happen, the top teams in the SEC go against, you know, talent in other conferences. They usually show up, and they usually show out. And I don't think that – LSU is going to lose to Florida State two years in a row. So go Tigers. That's what I got to say about that game. Cade, we got you on an island out there with the Seminoles. Best of luck to you, buddy. Yeah, what do we got next? Clemson versus Duke. Who are we thinking? I'm going Clemson. And I think this is Dabo Sweeney revenge year for all the doubters. That being said, if they did lose to Duke, Clemson would be in panic mode. We're going Clemson as well. I don't think I have anything else to say on that one. I just think that it's Clemson over Duke any day as far as football. If it was basketball, that would be a different story. Yeah. (laughs) Ethan? This one's going to be awful close. Don't count out Duke. They they got a chance to win this game week one. Um, But I'm not going to pick Clemson to lose to them just yet. Dabo Swinney – I'm with whoever I have with the Cade. Did you say he's got a lot to prove this year? Um, yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that if you lose a game to Duke, that fan base starts getting a little restless. I'm not gonna lie. Um, seems like just a few years ago he was on top of the coaching world. I was saying uh, like, oh, and for sure the day that Saban decides to call coaching quits, like Davis Winnie's the guy at, at Alabama. I'm not sure I would say that anymore. Um, he's got to reprove himself. Yeah, I'm going to go with Clemson, too, but Duke, I'm hearing a lot of promising things about their quarterback, Riley Leonard, here. Uh, this guy's apparently really good, and so I think he's going to shock a little bit of people. Um, and I think it is going to be a close game, but I do think Clemson and their defense is going to win out in the end. All right, our last game, TCU versus Colorado. This one's going to be fun. Deion Sanders, Colorado debut, TCU coming off a national championship appearance. Cade, who do you like in this one? I'm going with TCU. I think that Dion at Jackson State benefited from just having so many just better players than everyone else that you didn't really have to be 
like a great coach. And I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but you're just getting into a, another level of competition where everyone is good and where you don't have the most talented roster. And so for that reason, I'm, I'm going with TCU. I'm also going with the Horned Frogs, more on the side of Colorado, kind of just needing to figure oh, things out. And I think it'll take a couple a couple games for them to get that going, having to recruit new players and figuring how they're going to you know, work together. So TCU. Frogs up. Either. Matchup within the matchup. You have Kendall Bryles at TCU now. And you remember the Jordan Dominic and Miles Slusher. Or is Miles Slusher at Louisville? He's at Colorado. You got Miles Slusher and Jordan Dominic at Colorado now on the other side. So you'll have a Kendall Bryles trying to pick those guys apart. I think TCU by a lot. TCU runs up the score on them, and it's ugly by halftime. This would be the story of the week if Colorado wins this game. But I don't think it's going to happen either. I, I do think it'll be – I think it'll be closer than Ethan is saying. I think it's going to be a close first half, honestly. Um, that team, that Colorado team is going to be excited. They're going to be amped. And I, I do think the Dion experience is going to work out at Colorado long term. But, I mean, he's – He's got a lot to he's got a lot to build before they get to that point. And TCU obviously went to the national championship last year. So give me the Horn Frogs as well, people. All right. So we've got our we've got our picks in. It's gonna be a fun week of college football. I'm gonna let everybody go now because I thought that was a pretty fun episode. Ethan, did you did you like did you like your experience on this? Podcast? Yeah, I thought it was fun. I mean, I think that it always helps whenever you get exactly what you want in a week zero, which we did. I mean, week zero lived up to every bit of funky hype that we needed. It was um, messy. It was dirty. It was beautiful. It was, it was all you know, he was like whenever your little cousin wipes a booger on you. It oh, was just nasty. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> that's not that's not pleasing though. That's no, not anything that I want to be a part pleasing of. Football. It wasn't pleasing football that I saw, but it was nasty and. Yeah, it was good. All right then, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and and, and leave on that one. Um, be sure to describe uh, subscribe to the. It's called the Bad Take Podcast. Uh, this was a this was a fumble on my end. You have to look up the Bad Take Podcast to find it. Um, if you're listening to this, you obviously have found it. So uh, th- this this info is not really is not really worthwhile. But um, yeah, on Google Podcast, I don't know why that's the first one I went with. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, not YouTube yet. TBD. We'll get some content on there. Uh, thank you, guys. Can I say one thing? Uh, yes. Yes, yeah, you say one thing. Um, I just want to say, guys, this is the third year of the Bad Take Podcast, and it's hard to believe it, but it's it's been a ride. It's been a fun ride, and as Heath would say, we're just getting started. We're just getting started. You know, I mean, there's at least 12 weeks in the college football season. This is just week one. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be fun stuff. So we will see you guys next week. Enjoy the football weekend. It's amazing. She's still good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I need it.